Welcome to the Equip and Encourage Podcast. My heart and prayer is to be an encouragement to you in your pursuit of Jesus and to equip you in the advancement of His kingdom. If you'd like to connect with me further, head on over to my website at pastorjoshleadership.com. Well, hey, welcome to the Equip and Encourage podcast. I'm so glad that you have tuned in this season. Today is the season finale of the podcast, and so it's been great. It's been an awesome season. We've had a few guests. Hope to have a few more, uh, but just didn't pan out. But uh, just been a great uh, season, and we have a couple of bonus episodes. If you listen to the podcast, if you don't catch this live, uh, if you do catch it live, make sure that you go and you download download the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And it's a great way for you to listen to bonus episodes, especially leadership content. A lot of the leadership content are in those, um, is in those, uh, bonus episodes. So I got another one, I think coming out on Monday and a lot of the teaching stuff that I do with my leaders are going to be in those bonus episodes. And so to, again, today is the season finale. I am leaving on Sunday afternoon after church. I'm going to be heading to Haiti uh, for a couple of days and super excited about some uh, potential opportunities that the Lord is opening up there and just some relationship things and and uh, some ministry stuff in Haiti. So I'm excited to go with a, a friend over there and, and check out what's going on and just uh, be able to uh, scout out the land and see what our purpose is in Haiti. So pray for me if you think about it, and uh, I would really be encouraged by that. Well, today I want to talk about how God is in a good mood. I think God's in a good mood. I think it's a great way uh, to finish up this uh, season. And man, I, I believe that. It says in Zephaniah verse three, uh, chapter 3, verse 17, it says that God rejoices over us with singing. And God is excited. He's in a, he's in a good mood regardless of what you think, regardless of your behavior today, regardless of what uh, the preacher told you 20 years ago. I believe God's in a good mood. I'm going to talk about that a little bit today, but before we get into that, let's get into this equipping session. So every time that I tune in, on to the podcast, record the podcast. When I show it live on Facebook, I use an app called Ecamm Live. It's a desktop app. It's also what we use for our church uh, live streaming. And so if you're into live streaming, I know we have a lot of church leaders that listen to the podcast. Uh, I can highly recommend Ecamm Live. It's simple, straightforward, plug and play. Uh, you can use a DSLR. You can use webcam. It's a great way for you to do overlays. Uh, a lot of features I don't even use. Again, it's called Ecamm Live. The developers can't think of their name, but if you Google Ecamm Live, and I will link it in the show notes as well. Uh, you can find this great, uh, you know, live video operator that really works great with Facebook. It's really what it's built built for. But you can also go live on YouTube and other uh, places where streams are offered. So check it out if you're into doing live broadcast. Ecam Live. 
Well, I want to talk about how God is in a good mood today. God is in a good mood. And I would just encourage you to say that. Sometimes we need to remind ourselves, man, God, you're in a good mood today. I might not be in a good mood. It might be Monday for me, but I think God skips Mondays. If there were Mondays in heaven, I think God skips those Mondays. Uh, I like a quote from Bill Johnson that says, uh, every day, every day God's in a good mood. Something about, um, Every day is the Sabbath. Uh, every every year is the year of Jubilee, and every hour is happy hour. Love that quote. Uh, I really believe that. I believe that God is is ultimately in a good mood, even when we look at the world and how broken the world is, and how much sin is on the planet. I think many times we think that God's mood towards us as of in, as individuals is moved by the mood of the planet. I don't think God's mood is that shaky. I don't think God is up and down. I do believe God is emotional, but he's emotionally stable. And most of the time we talk about people being emotional, we're saying they're emotionally unstable. They're driven by their emotions. God is emotional. We are made in his image. We're emotional because he is emotional. And there's been a verse, a passage of scripture in Ephesians that has been driving my spirit over the last couple of months. And uh, overflow people know, probably sick of hearing it, Ephesians chapter one. And I want you to listen to the tone here. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Not because we're a sinner, not because we've been behaving today, but simply because we've been united with Christ. So he's blessed us with every spiritual blessing because we're united with Christ. Verse 4, even before he made the world, even before he made the planet, before God created everything or anything, it says this, that he loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. Before he created anything, he loved you, he chose you, and he chose you to be holy and without fault in his eyes. And many people would say, well, I'm not holy. I'm not being holy. Are you in Christ? How is one made holy? You're made holy through Christ. You're not made holy by your performance or your behavior. You're made holy. You're united with Christ through Christ. And so Jesus is the way to holiness. Holiness isn't the way to Jesus. And I think many times we've mistaken that. We thought if I'm going to go to God, I've got to be holy. No, 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 no. Jesus, the holy one, died to make you holy so you can be clean, so you can be pure before the Lord. So it says that God loved us, God chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family. Such good news. In advance, he chose to adopt you. He knew your dysfunction. He knew your performance levels. He knew how bad you were going to be today. He knew how how messed up. He knew that you weren't going to be that good with people. He knew you weren't going to be that good at ministry. He knew that you were going to quit things a lot of times. Yet he still picked you. He still chose you. He still adopted you and brought you into his great big family called the kingdom of God. And he did it all through Jesus. He did it all through Jesus. He didn't do it through you. He did it through Jesus. The only thing that had to do with you is that you're the object of God's affection. So he chose in advance to adopt us into his own family and bring us into himself through Christ Jesus. This is what he wanted to do. He didn't have to do it. 
He chose to do it. He wanted to do it. It brought him delight to do it. It's what he wanted to do, and it brought him great pleasure. That's how God gets pleasure. He gets pleasure out of picking us. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. We belong to Jesus. Therefore, God is in a good mood towards us. So what is God's posture? You know, many people think that God is, 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 is in heaven and he's frustrated and he's angry and he's throwing over thrones and he's yelling at angels and he's, you know, stomping on the streets of gold because humanity has made such a mess of the planet. We don't treat one another well. Uh, there's a lot of sin. Sin is rampant on the earth. But I love that. It, Psalms chapter 30, verse 5, how it says that God's anger lasts for a moment, but his favor lasts for a lifetime. Again, God is emotional, but he's not moody. His anger lasts for just a moment. He doesn't get in an anger mood. He has an anger moment, but his favor lasts forever. So if you have his favor... His favor doesn't change. It doesn't mean that God doesn't ever get mad. I think God does get mad. I think God does have moments of frustration, but it just lasts for a moment. But, but beloved, if you have his favor, his, his favor for you does not turn off. God's favor does not have an off switch. So once it's on, it's on. Um, even, you know, people will often point to the old covenant, the old testament. And they'll look at the Old Testament and say, man, look, well, God was mad right here. God was mad right here. But if you will look through the whole canon of the Old Testament, you'll see that God is so full of mercy, that God is so rich in grace towards this, towards rebellious people that he would, uh, my friend Mark yesterday was talking about that God would pour out wrath, but it was like a thimble of wrath. It was just a little bit. And, um, and so even those things that happen, even we see, through the Old Testament, they were they were just moments, but God was so slow with the people. He was so slow, and, and it would said that God would change his mind on sending judgment. Why? Because God's posture is not moved by our performance. God's posture is not moved upon our posture or the posture of the planet. Um, this is the thing, is that God has the capacity to carry the weight of being completely 100% pleased with you and loving you as an individual, even if the planet is messed up. So what we tend to do is we think, man, the world's in such bad shape. God is just in heaven, depressed. Can I tell you today, does that bother the Lord? Absolutely. I believe it bothers the Lord. Does the Lord still hate sin? Absolutely. He still hates sin. Does poverty and and brokenness and sickness, does that move the heart of God? Absolutely. It absolutely does. But listen, his desire for us as individuals is not reflective of the culture around us. He sees us as individuals. And it's important to remember that that, that even though that God can, can have anger towards even a nation or God can have anger uh, towards the world, and I, I believe that those things are scriptural, that those things last for a moment, and that doesn't mean that he's angry towards you as an individual. So we see this throughout the Old Testament, right? We see this with Moses. Moses had a continued favor with the Lord. Him and God have it had it out like quite a bit. Uh, if you look at, at Moses's life, but 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 uh, Moses was was a friend of God. He was he was before the Lord's presence continually and continually uh, b- before the Lord. So even though there was a people and a nation that was against God, and uh, again all throughout the Old Covenant, we see that there were people that God saw. But we all have that ability now through Christ to be close to God, to be relational with God. So God's posture is steady, um, and it's not 
deterred by your performance. Number two, uh, the second thing uh, that I want to focus on today is your personhood in Christ. You know, uh, John chapter one, verse 12, it says that those who believe in him, he gives them the power, the right, the exousia, the governmental authority to become children of God. Did you know that you are bought and washed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ, that you belong to God. You're a person of God because what Jesus did, because you trusted Jesus. If you haven't, you can. You can. Your personhood can be in God. You can become a royal saint, not a not a not an advanced sinner who's kind of adapted another nature. No, no, no. Die to that old nature and embrace a new nature. Your personhood has changed. Your identity is completely different. You once were just a child of the world, but now you are a child of God. Did you know that can change if you will just? Put Put your faith and your hope and your trust in Jesus Christ. Your personhood can change, and that puts God in a good mood. Uh, the third thing is this: is your position. And so uh, a lot of us grew up in maybe uh, under a teaching or even under a mindset. Sometimes it's not even something that's taught. Sometimes it's just something the enemy convinces us that we're in and out with God, that our position is somehow here today, gone tomorrow, uh, that today I'm in right standing with God, uh, but not in right standing as I was three years ago when I was really fervent or, you know, at summer when I went to youth camp, I was really close to God and now I'm far away and I don't even know if God knows me. And we think that our position with God is somehow scattered. But did you know that your position with God is secure? Your, your righteousness is secure. In fact, it tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, it says that you have the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So you are, if you're in Christ, your righteousness is your righteousness. It's not, it's not, a, we don't have gold levels of righteousness and blue levels of righteousness and yellow levels. No, no, no. There's one level of righteousness before God, and that's the righteousness of, of God in Christ Jesus. You have to be as righteous as God to approach God. And we get that through Christ Jesus. So God's posture, he's in a good mood. Your personhood is in Christ. You're a child of God. Number three, your position, you are eternally sealed, righteous in Christ Jesus. If you're in Christ, you're righteous. If you're not in Christ, you're unrighteous. So just get in Christ. That's your position. And the fourth thing is this, is you just got to change your perspective. Understand God loves you. He wants you. He chose you in spite of your failures, in spite of all the things that you were going to do that could quote unquote disappoint him. Understand that God loves you and he still wants you. You're not a throwaway. You're worth the cross. You're worth Jesus. He loves you. You're the apple of his eye. He's not reacting because something bad happened in the world. He's deeply, deeply in love with you, and he's after your complete and total heart. Well, God's in a good mood. Remind yourself of that today. Remind yourself tomorrow. Hey, keep up with me this summer as uh, we're checking out of the podcast, last episode here of the season. Keep up with me on Instagram, uh, my website, pastorjoshleadership.com, Instagram, uh, handle Facebook handle all, uh, Twitter all of those is uh, forward slash Josh Andrew Brown shoot me an email Josh Andrew Brown at gmail.com I need those ideas for the, our equipping sessions I uh, would love to connect with you guys thanks again so much uh, for tuning in you guys had a fantastic week and a great summer Ooh.